Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. Edward Studd was a wealthy English gentleman who lived in the 1800s. He made his fortune farming in India, and now he had returned to London, living out his life, enjoying sports, attending the theater, going to high society balls, and dining in the fanciest restaurants. Edward was involved in the fox hunt, and he raised his sons to ride in the hunt as well. He built his own cricket grounds and regularly hosted cricket tournaments. But his great passion was horse racing. He built a racetrack, and he loved buying, training, and racing horses. He owned as many as 20 race horses at any given time. He was very successful in racing, and he won national acclaim with his victories. Edward had just bought a new horse, which he believed to be the greatest horse he had ever owned, and he wanted to show off his new horse to his good friend, Mr. Vincent. Edward wrote to Mr. Vincent, If you're a wise man, you'll come to the race and bet every penny you can on my new horse. What Edward didn't know was that Mr. Vincent had very recently attended a D.L. Moody crusade in Ireland. He had walked the aisle, and Moody had personally led Vincent to Christ. His life was instantly changed, but he hadn't yet told his friend Edward Studd. So a few days after his invitation, Edward met Mr. Vincent, and they rode to the races in the carriage together, with Edward bragging nonstop about his new horse. After his horse won the race, Edward asked his friend, How much money did you bet on him? Mr. Vincent very calmly replied, None. Edward couldn't believe it. Are you crazy? Didn't you believe me? You could have won some good money tonight. Well, let's go to dinner. And after we eat, we'll go to whatever show you choose. The two men enjoyed a good meal together. And then Edward asked his friend, Where shall we go now? Mr. Vincent said, Drury Lane Theater. Edward thought a second. He had read in the newspaper about an American evangelist named Moody and his singer named Sankey, who were holding meetings in the area. He remembered thinking that the papers had been so critical of them that they must be doing something worthwhile. Still, this wasn't Sunday. Edward didn't want to go to church. He said, Isn't that American evangelist preaching at the Drury Lane Theater? I don't want to go to that. Vincent said, Edward, you're a man of your word, and you said we could go wherever I choose. Edward agreed to go, but he wasn't happy about it. When they arrived at the theater, the crowds were overflowing. But Mr. Vincent knew someone who could get them seats on the front row, right in front of D.L. Moody. As Moody preached, Edward couldn't take his eyes off of him. When he finished, Edward told Vincent, I'll come hear this man again. And on his second visit, Edward got saved. Edward knew immediately that he was a different man. But he also knew that he'd have to let go of the lifestyle that he loved so dearly, and it made him angry. So, Edward found Mr. Moody and confronted him. I'm going to be straight with you. I've become a Christian. Do I have to give up racing and shooting and hunting and theaters and balls? Moody said, You've been straight with me, 
so I'll be straight with you. Racing means betting, and betting means gambling. I don't see how a gambler is going to please the Lord. Edwards said, What about the theater and playing cards? Moody said, Mr. Stud, you have family and friends, and now that you're saved, you'll want them to get saved. The first time you win someone to Jesus, you'll stop caring about all those other things. Edward would prove D.L. Moody right. His lifestyle changed completely. He broke his connections with the racetrack, and he sold his horses. He turned his large home into a meeting house, filling it with chairs and benches, inviting his wealthy business associates to come to preaching services, and he paid preachers to give them the gospel. Before each of those services, he'd ride through towns and villages, inviting people to attend. Edward Schofer said, It's the same skin, but there's a new man inside. But the first thing Edward did was to make sure his three sons heard the gospel. They were all three attending the same college. So Edward wrote a letter to tell them that he was coming to visit them and take them out. They expected him to take them to the theater. But instead, he took them to the Moody meeting. They didn't get saved at the crusade, but their dad stayed after them. They'd grown up attending church as a formality. Now they saw the transformation of their dad, and they said it was the first real Christian they had ever met, and it annoyed them. Their dad would often go into each of their rooms at night and plead with them to believe on Jesus. After about a year, each of the boys, one at a time, trusted Christ. Kiniston, George, and Charles. Charles would later become one of the most impactful missionaries of all time, known by the name C.T. Studd. Edward lived only two more years after getting saved. At his funeral, the preacher said, Edward Studd did more in two years than most Christians do in 20. Christian, are you busy bringing people to Jesus? Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.